Good evening, gamers. Welcome to the IndieCast 6-1 Indies podcast, all about the rad happenings within the indie gaming scene. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Townsend. Tonight, I'm joined by Kyle Stevenson and Justin Hyde. Gentlemen, hello. Hello. How we doing? How are you doing? I'm living the life, man. Living the life. Nice. Living the dream. LTD, baby. Been doing a lot of unpacking and fishing. Don't get ahead of yourself, sir. <laughs> I'm always ahead of myself. That's my MO. <laughs> uh, Kyle, how are you? Oh, you know. I'm trying to survive. Played a lot of indie stuff, so I'm excited to talk about all that. Bum that I missed the two indie shows today, but uh, you you both yeah. sat in uh, three hours of three hours wholesome indie goodness. I heard. Yeah, and we are going to jump right into it because there's no time to waste. We're playing too many games. There's too many games to talk about because we just had a mini E3. So let me tell you that this podcast records live on twitch.tv slash 61indie each and every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you can't be here in chat live, no biggie. You can catch every episode every Monday morning on all major podcast services. Speaking of those podcast services, please do us a huge favor. Follow, sub, leave a glowing five-star review. If you're feeling extra kind, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash 61indie. You get some extra goodies while also directly supporting the work we do. And last but not least, speaking of that work, go check out 61indie.com for all the latest reviews, previews, and more indie gaming goodness. Shout out to our patrons at the pigeon level for November. That's Joe Wilson. That's Alec Pelosi. Pulsi? I can never say Alec's last name. Pulsely, Pulsely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I think you got it. Jeez, sorry, Alec Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> the good sir, Mick at the nanobiologist, Jessica Sanchez, Trevor Starkey, Aaron Sini. Somebody, I, weird that he keeps talking about Stadia all of a sudden. I don't get it. Uh, and Jess, Jesse Vitelli, thank you all so much for your love and support. I appreciate you all greatly. A uh, bit of housekeeping for you. That Patreon stuff might sound new to you. Guess what? This is our second anniversary. Last week was at least we announced a whole bunch of stuff, including the launch of patreon.com slash six one indie. Uh, we got a bunch of exclusive goodies for you. We um, actually when this episode drops on Monday for patrons, we are dropping the first episode of Indie Boardroom, one of our Patreon exclusive shows at the end of the month. Our AAA offshoot show is debuting trip six one triple A. You can get access to a bunch of uh, physical goodies, some shout outs. Early access, all that good stuff. Yeah. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash 61indie. Uh, and then the other piece of housekeeping, next weekend, Extra Life. It's here. Oh, my God. It's, it's <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait. We are doing it in person again after a weird 2020. Um, a bunch of us are converging at, at me and Kelsey's place in Sleepy Hollow. For 24 possibly plus hours of chaotic goodness. We'll see. Go check out tinyurl.com slash 61kids. All the details are there. Obviously, uh, twitch.tv slash 61indie is where you can catch the stream. We're going to kick it off November 20th at noon Eastern. Help us with those big, beautiful kids. Shout out to Team Kind of Funny. Let's fucking yeah. crush it. With all that being said... Let's talk about mini E3, as I like to dub it. Came uh, out of nowhere, this little mini E3. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was like Monday or something. I was like, hey, so uh, all of a sudden, three showcases got announced this week. Y'all want to do live reacts? Um, in the most like inconvenient times also. like th- So Thursday, I was at work. I was at work today also. But Thursday, uh, Kyle hopped on, mm-hmm. and I, I hid away at, in the middle of a busy work day. 
to uh, hop on for the Thunderful Showcase. And then today, Saturday, again, I was at work. I got a like mini DIY, scrounged up a fucking like streaming setup at work. And um, Justin and I got to hang out for mix and wholesome games. Um, before we actually like kick into it, I something I, like Justin and I were talking about earlier. I love that we got this little mini E3 primarily for indies now ahead of the onslaught that is game awards where I think a ton of stuff is going to get buried. Mm -hmm, Um, Especially now, like even like the onslaught of triple a stuff in November, like battlefield is looming. It seems like by the time this episode posts on Monday, I halo multiplayer is might be out. So like, it's nice that we got like the spotlight with some room to breathe on a bunch of on fucking at this point between the three showcases, a hundred plus games mm-hmm. um, that otherwise would have got buried in, in like Jeff Keeley's big bonanza <laughs> that he yeah. does at the Microsoft center. Um, and they're all killer showcases. I mean, Kyle, like kicking off with Thunderful, Thunderful. Yeah. We both said like, once that show ended, one of the strongest shows of the year easily, mm-hmm. if not the strongest, like maybe like right behind day of the devs from E3. Absolutely. Yeah, um, there's ton, there was a ton of things shown off, things that we've seen before, surprises. Um, yeah, including like an out now game, and I just r- really just want to give uh, Thunderful a huge shout out for just the style of show, um, the the way that it was run, having Mark Hamill be the host of it all, which is really how really the cool. hell did they get Mark Hamill? I don't know, but it's <laughs> really cool, cool and awesome. Um, something that could be taken as very like hokey and um, like low level humor cheesy. about cheesy. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, you know, trying to get this big book of hidden secrets away, but like yeah. Mark Hamill, Fiona Nova, um, Justin, Justin Woodward, Justin Woodward, they all handled it so well and the games backed it up and made yeah. it worthwhile to watch that show yeah so um justin did you get to catch the thunderfall showcase did not wow fake gamer um okay. <laughs> so uh like i said like between the three showcases over 100 games were shown so we're not gonna go over every single game but we'll obviously go over the big highlights i think the biggest thing for kyle and i steamworld headhunter yeah God, the, if you have not played any of the SteamWorld games, please, please change that. Please do. It's particularly Dig. Yes, the Dig, Dig series Dig is fantastic. Some it's of my fantastic. A uh, little bit about SteamWorld Headhunter. Um, the robotic Western saga gets its very first 3D entry in this co-op action adventure that follows on from the events of SteamWorld Dig 2. Uh, teaser trailer shows very little, but it's hard to not get excited. Um I just read that from pressstart.com, the Australian website, because that's where I found the, the where the link is that Mike threw in, yeah, yeah. in the in the doc. Um, yeah, it's exciting that it's going to be 3D action, third person kind of game. Um, Do you think like so? Obviously, another game we're about to talk about is uh, the Gunk, which is also developed by Image and Form. Do you think Image and Form is just done with pixel art? Oh, I hope not, because those or games like that. Yeah, that 2D, you know, mm-hmm. I, more I, indie vibe, yeah, I guess. I sincerely hope not because I love that style. Me too. Yeah. But it's hard not to be impressed with what they these two show off. Yeah. I mean, if the gunk is any sign of what this game is going to look like mm-hmm. and how it's probably going to feel, I'm pre- like, granted, we haven't played the gunk yet, but like I'm. I imagine that like, yeah, image of form knows what the hell they're doing. And I think one of the most underrated studios in the industry, 
easily. Oh, hands down. Like, oh my God. Hopefully the gunk changes that because Xbox is putting a lot of backing behind that. But um, yeah, obviously like the trailer isn't, there's not much to go off of. Um, but the fact that this is picking up where two left off and like that it is a sp- spiritual sequel to what two is like a sort of dig three. And yeah, we'll see what this game looks like. And um, Kyle, we, we are a hundred percent in co-oping this together because this is a third person co-op game. The gunk is. No, no, Headhunter. Oh, Headhunter. I thought you were talking about the gunk. I was like, oh. Sorry, I'm jumping back and forth. Okay, no, you're fine. That's cool. I didn't realize (laughs) it was a... a, I mean, I just read the freaking thing. See, that's where my mind is. (laughs) Sorry, it's been a long week. Yes. uh, Yeah, I'd be down for that for sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Very excited. Justin, have you ever played SteamWorld Dig? Um, I have not. I'm actually reading the synopsis right now this well steam world dig 2 is free on steam i believe still i was really? part of the sh- that was part of the showcase unless that's already done and over with that was, was uh, i think you, it was the first ten thousand people who signed up for their newsletter ah damn which i think went real quick but i think it's free somewhere else i think it's free like on epic just for the hell of it either way you should 100 play 100 100 steam world dig one also great i i never fully completed it but two is like a fucking masterpiece uh on world dig is two dollars yeah i was just yeah. gonna say Steam world dig is is cheap on steam the second one is 70 percent off for six bucks until yeah, november 17th it's so where you can buy actually the complete steam world bundle which i believe is all the steam world games for 28 bucks uh okay. that's a great that's deal that's a great deal so I'm assuming SteamWorld is a franchise. Are they yeah, all? It's like an umbrella franchise and there's different genre between the different games. Like Dig is a Metroidvania. Heist. I forgot what. I never played Heist. I did not personally. either. I believe that's the card one. No, Hand of Gigam- Gilgamesh that's is the card right. one. The Quest. card RPG. Then the complete bundle. Yeah, this seems interesting. Yeah. So yeah, the, easily the one sequel. of the- uh, yeah, SteamWorld Heist is a 2D turn-based tactics shooter. Gotcha. That's why I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against that genre. It's just usually not my jam. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the Dig games, particularly two, like I think easily one of the best Metroidvanias out there. Agreed. It's fantastic. Speaking of more fantastic stuff from Image and Form, the Gunk got a date December 16th. Xbox One, Series S, Series X, PC via Game Pass. Listen, looks l- great. Listen, I'm, I'm, oh, oh yeah, listen, preach, please. Listen, take a moment. Yes, I'm so excited to play this game. I'm very happy. Image of Form finally have a date, but like we are internally talking about how we're going to run out game of the year. So like, <laughs> why are you going to put a game out that gives us two weeks to play through, and then get all our coverage out for it? I mean. I mean, on top of that, so like, yes, the and then Solar fantastic. Ash is like what five yes. days ahead of time or something like that, a week. Yeah, or so Solar so. Ash, Solar Ash is around that time, and then yeah, like Gunk looks fantastic. We got a new look of it, like a more deep dive of what that game actually is. It looks fantastic. Can't wait. Uh, another game I want to shout out: White Shadows, which is the limbo like fucking December seventh. Like, come I on, so much, guys, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, it's November. We're done. Yeah, I. Oof. And I, I have the gunk showing on the video version right now, and it is absolutely gorgeous. 
Um, I am I am generally super super excited to play it. Like having not enough time for game of the year discussion is such a silly thing to to be upset about. Oh, of course, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm just I'm happy they put it out. I'm excited to I'm super excited Fiona Nova is the lead in this game. That is yes. Yeah. Did not realize that before the showcase, or at least Same. before a little bit uh, before Mark Hamill started speaking and the tweets are going out. Um <laughs> yeah, I, I'm super, super excited because like we already mentioned, image and form are fantastic. This game just looks so stunning. It has such like a yeah, such a unique aesthetic to it sort of like not really claymation but like it looks like clay models like playing around in this like james and the giant peach-esque world oh that's a good rare approach to art yeah also very rare like old school rare yeah i can't wait it looks and the so fact polished. that xbox is backing this like fuck yeah guys yeah let's get it. hell yeah i do you think within the next two years or i'm gonna say within the next two years Xbox goes after image and form. I think that's going to be one of their next. I'd be one hell of a purchase. That's a great think, purchase. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it, depending on how this performs, I mean, this obviously is, they already are backing this, which means they already believe in it, which means yeah. they want to see how this does. And I, I think based off what we're seeing here, it's probably going to have a pretty positive impact. I think it's only a matter of time, really. Yeah. I'm sure they're not stupid. I know they, they hear, everybody's love for like the day games. And I'm sure they saw like the hype over um, Headhunter. Yeah. Like I, it, this feels like this, a similar purchase to double fine. Like yep. double fine. I know has like more of a history and more clout, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I feel like it's, they're kind of at that level for sure. This also reminds me of that kind of caliber game as um, grounded. It reminds me of grounded a lot yeah. as well, mm-hmm. both in the art style and the kind of like small person in a big world. But everything that's big should be small. Yeah, at I least get that. it seems like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I haven't played Grounded. Uh, I've not. I played might just either. wait for Watch the it. 1.0. Um, yeah, then I mentioned White Shadows, which is a limbo like we saw that during E3. Looks great. Yeah, December seventh, uh, PS5, Xbox Series, and PC, which is interesting. It's a next gen game only. I love that's the trailer. Cool. Um, yeah, the trailer fits really well just stark black and white. Uh, I like the, the radiant like lights that are like, kind of like showing like a bit of a foggish glare blur haze kind of like over the fucking screen. I really like that. Um, super cool. Um, we got another look at planet of Lana, which really impressed us during, uh, Gamescom opening night live. Yeah, that's the limbo cross Ori looking. Um, yeah, very much what looks like a to be a sad boy game. <laughs> like one hundred percent, definitely looks like it. This is the same developer as Limbo, right? No, if I'm not no, mistaken. No, no. Limbo was played involved in this. Limbo's play dead. Play dead. Show your fucking game, you cowards. <laughs> show me outside. Mike really wants it. <laughs> Side. <laughs> Remember when I uh, drafted it last year? Yes, I did. Oh <laughs> uh, man! Yeah, I'm, um, who is making ooh. Project of Lana? I'm looking that up. Uh, Planet of Lana. Plan- there we go. That's why there's no searches there. <laughs> like I said, long week. Yep. Uh, I forgot. Wishfully. What kind- wishfully. Oh, wishfully. I was a developer. Uh, they describe this game, I believe, as a Metroidvania, which sort of surprised me because I thought it's it their was debut like a, game, by the way. Wishfully's first game. Interesting. Wow. 
I'm very excited yeah. for this. I believe they described it as a Metroidvania, which surprised me because I took it more as a like a limbo, like same, like a cinematic platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a surprise release on Stadia for Wavetail, which is uh the some of the folks behind SteamWorld and some of the folks behind um ah fuck I, I think the the studio Zonk or Zoink Zoink yeah yeah Zoinks. um. I guess I could comment a little bit on Wavetail yeah. now. I've been playing it for the past few days on Stadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, first off, shout out to Stadia. Like, it, I'm not making the, the Aaron Cini joke. <laughs> shout out to speaking of Stadia, the podcast. But like, I think, what was it, last year when um, Wave uh, Break came into Stadia? And I streamed it for a bit. I was like, oh, yeah, Stadia actually kind of fucking rules. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of forgot about it for a while. <laughs> And playing Wavetail like at work, like long, I, I've been working long nights, just like babysitting the building for a bit. So I was like, screw it. Let me just play Wavetail at my desk, pull out my little 8-bit dough controller, Chrome browser, done, easy, works, runs and works smoothly, like yeah. perfectly. Uh, even tonight we have uh, at my job, we have a screening room. I fucking busted it open on a giant movie theater screen. Hell yeah. Great. It was, yeah, it was fantastic. I'm sure it looked great because uh, the viewers on Twitch and on YouTube are, are seeing the clips from it now, and the art style is absolutely gorgeous. I love. Yeah, so it looks straight out of like a coloring book. I think yeah. that's like the best way to put it. Like, um, very vibrant, very colorful. Uh, it's a very simple 3D action platformer. It feel like combat wise and like what you're doing, like your tasks and your missions, mm-hmm. sort of feels like Baby's first. 3D action platformer, which is sure. fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The moment to moment gameplay where like you're essentially you, you play as um, Siggy, I think her name is, and you are encapsulated in a world, uh, an earth that there was a war and the entire planet is now underwater and you're just trying to survive. Like your grandmother who uh, saw the world before it was underwater, like describe, like, Describing now, like about like once in a while, mentions hints of like a war that happened between another faction, and there's this uh, gloom, like this dark fog surrounding, like with a bunch of creatures and stuff, kind of like Heartless from Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, something happens, and uh, like you kind of like work at a lighthouse that kind of like keeps the gloom back. Something happens, and like the lighthouse goes dark. So really the moment to moment task is collecting something called sparks, I think. And you're just trying to get, get the light back and connect all these uh, islands with your central lighthouse to kind of like push all the gloom back and like, kind of like get rid of this like evil faction once and for all. Mm-hmm. Um, combat wise, very simple. It, it feels a little stiff, but it's, it feels very much like a kingdom hearts game where you're just pounding X for light attack hit Y for strong attack. Um, where this game really shines other than its art style is a, it's music. I love the music. It's, um, very, uh, brass based. There's just like a sweeping, like horn melody that kind of plays throughout, uh, traversal. And it's really like serene, but also haunting. It's really, really good. And, uh, but yeah, where this game actually really shines is the traversal itself. It feels sort of like Spider-Man sometimes. Ooh, okay. Where you are, you have like free, like surfing abilities. You can just like the, the game is like semi open world, sort of. You just free roam on the ocean, just surf around. And then in between the islands, there are like uh, like oil slides. You could kind of like swing your I'm doing the Spider-Man symbol, but like with your little <laughs> net weapon, you could swing <laughs> to uh, a point that will like 
shoot you like in the air and then you can kind of like land on a water slide and like zip your way down the water slide and shoot out again and then like like a helicopter glide to like the next point and then shoot over to another like propeller thing it's really cool it's like the the traversal is just fluid fun stylish it feels great to move around in this game i think that's like the really high selling point of it it feels very much like um uh, oh my god the annapurna game that came out last year uh pathless feels very pathless uh so check it out if you have if you haven't played stadia yet uh you can get a month for free so get a month for free play this on stadia pro for free there's a bunch of games on stadia pro i also uh claimed grime which i have to play for game of the year um which maybe we'll talk about next week but yeah that's my ramble on wavetail highly recommend it especially for free nice oh i talked a lot what we got here? It was good. It was good. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, it. Kyle, uh, I told you to prepare yourself for Curse to Golf. You did. Yeah. Tell and me about it. Uh, Curse to Golf uh, looks, for lack of a better term, awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I said this during the stream itself when we were live reacting. It gave me the Stickman Golf, like mobile game vibes, in all the best ways possible. Um, it, from what I remember from the trailer, I don't have it pulled up to show everybody, but it's, uh, you're basically, you have to complete these golf holes cause you're like in purgatory or, or oh in God. hell or something like that. And you have to, in order to get out of it, you have to complete all 18 holes and there are like ghost caddies to help you out and give you like power ups and whatnot. Um, I love video games. Video games are awesome, right, <laughs> Justin? <games> cool, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I think I can speak for our uh, fellow member of 61 Indie. Um, golf games are back, Matt. They're they're so they're back, <laughs> and I'm so happy they're here because uh, it seems like we're getting a lot of really cool versions of, of golf. Um, and yeah, this looks great. Looks like a good time. It's wish list yeah, on Steam um, only, I think. For now. Yeah, yeah, for now. And Wavetail also is not only on Stadia, it'll come out to consoles next year. Yes, it'll come to consoles next year. Um, yeah, I think Curse of Golf also worth noting. I think it's roguelite elements. Has roguelite elements. Oh, okay. I think. I think. I don't know. I'll do don't a quick little on. I'll do a quick little search. Um next one I want to shout out is Leica Age Through Blood, which when the uh, VO described this as a Metroidvania on a dirt bike or Metroidvania oh, meets Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> we were both like, oh. fuck yeah. What are they called? Um, they called it what? A Motovania? Motorvania? Moto Motorvania. That's what they called it. I can get down God, with it. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. Uh, yeah. All in on that. Um, Hell Pie looks really cool. It's a 3D platformer. Um, you play as like a little <laughs> red demon dude with like a Q-bone mask on him. Um, uh, but yeah, the premise for that around. is really, really cool. Uh, Hell Pie is an obscene 3D platformer that takes bad taste to the next level. The game sees you grab the horns of Nate, the demon of bad taste. He is given the honorable task of gathering the disgusting ingredients for Satan's infamous birthday pie. Again, I Great. love video games. <laughs> Satan's infamous birthday pie. Yeah. That old chestnut. I'm so happy we focus on indie games. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. so fucking cool yeah there, there's there's no way we're getting this from a uh a japan studio <laughs> or <laughs> or naughty dog blue, yeah blue point no. ain't making this now he is hell high <laughs> um 
one of the things that uh, Thunderful was highlighting a lot ahead of the showcase was Fire Girl, which is a um, a hack and splash game, roguelite hack and splash. Where, yeah, you play as a little firefighter and you're just putting out fires. This game is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very... Um, Oh man, I just had it in my mind. Um, nope, it's gone. Never mind. It looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the lighting alone is just. I also like the way that there's like two and a half D. Like this, I'm watching the trailer right now on the link from the dock, and like when buildings are burning and it's like collapsing, and you're getting like these rotating cameras as like things are changing depth and yeah. lights like bouncing off everything. It's just, it looks like a wild ride. I'm sort of like a visual a, feast, as one would say. A visual feast. Uh, sort of a like a 2D Paper Mario kind of like 3D mm-hmm. environments with pixel characters, Very pixel 2D so. characters. Um, Sword Chip is another F Zero that is not F Zero that F1. Nintendo should do. Hey, uh, it's a roguelite. It's a roguelite. Um, a little tease for Indie Boardroom. We're talking about F Zero probably. <laughs> That's been on my mind for a long time. <laughs> Um, yeah, roguelite, like wave race slash F zero, like looks fucking rad. Um, what else we got? Source of Madness. We saw another peak of, it looks like a fucking grotesque Lovecraftian roguelike looks pretty rad. We saw that earlier in E3. Um, got another look at Tinkertown. Yeah. What was oh, the oh. other one? Togus, Togus, the like yeah, Roomba uh, with blocks, uh, which I don't <laughs> yeah. understand how that game works, that. but, um, Overall, yeah. solid show. Really solid show. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, every one of these games, I'm excited to play. I'm excited to check out. Now we take a deep breath. That's one showcase. That's one mini E3. I'm going to take a sip of water. Which, which one are we going to next? Yeah. Oh, we're going to the mix next. We're going to the, the mix. Big boy. This is the big boy. The biggin. The mix next happened today, Saturday. It featured precisely 71 games. What it was this alone was about two and a half hours, but it included wholesome games, which was about a half hour. So overall, three hours of showcases today. That That's a Justin solid Chilpa. showcase, too, to be honest. Really solid showcase. So, like Justin, you mentioned something earlier, like the length kind of is a detri- detriment to it because things are just kind of like sort of not really burying each other, but like two hours into the showcase, like I forgot about some of these games it's like, it's it's hard to really keep track of all of this unless you were actually sitting there taking notes yeah um so again 71 games we're not talking about all of them <laughs> but uh i want to shout out a few kyle we got another look at infernax today i yeah so i i have the the thing up and i saw them and was i'm very excited uh, you played infernax I, I played this at pax before the world went crazy um, yes. first of all, great booth at PAX. It was like sitting in, a, in an old retro living room. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's a very hard, um, Castlevania, like even harder than the, what the old school Castlevanias are, where yeah. there is more choice in, in whether or not to save or, uh, kill like, um, NPCs or people that need your help. Giant bosses that are, are, I guess I would say, inspired from Souls games. Um, very, very, very cool game. Uh, brutal, gruesome, 
uh, again, very hard, uh, but it's, it's very cool. Yeah. I, um, I watched over your shoulder. Um, and I was, this is a mic ass game. Yeah. I can't wait to play this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Um, Justin, you got something you want to shout out? Let's see. Probably I was show. actually, um, I believe we saw fashion police squad here, which yes, we me. did. Fashion uh, Police Squad. Fashion yeah. Police Club. Super yeah. goofy concept, but I love it. Uh, on Steam, it reads, Even at this moment, our fashionable city is under assault. Baggy pants, doll suits, sightings of socks with sandals. <laughs> A message needs to be sent. And it needs to be sent in style. Time to serve some good old-fashioned justice. And you play as someone running around with what looks like I presume a vacuum gun of some sort. It looks like it has a bunch of different uses, but it is a first person shooter. Uh, it's like <laughs> 2D art in a 3D space, which I always love. I like playing with like perception like that. And you are zapping people who are horrifically unfashionable to make them fashionable. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. You're it looks so good. <laughs> zapping folks with suits that are too big to give them slim fits. You are whipping enemies with a belt to get them out of your way before you zap them to pull their baggy pants up. There is a mysterious contact that you're meeting, according to the trailer, named Deep Coat. Uh, there's oh, literally images or video clips of him swinging through the city like Spider-Man via a belt in his left hand. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it just looks like chaos, and I love it. I love how ridiculous it is. Oh man! Yeah, after um, from New Blood, Fallen Aces, and seeing that, and actually playing it, I'm really excited for this. I like that we're kind of playing around with, um, kind of modernizing what the original Doom games and the original Wolfenstein games looked like, and putting a new spin on that in 2021. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's really cool. Uh, Kyle, one of the games showcased that was a real uh, like zinger like promoting this uh this show today or leading up to the show got a new look at nobody saves the world Ooh. and and how's it oh, look it looks so good it looks so good. oh it's good to everything know. you could want uh so something i think justin also uh mentioned this uh it seems like this is the first time we got a confirmation that this game is co-op oh okay yeah so I believe two-player co-op. At least that's what the trailer was showing. That was two people floating around, two different classes. Um, the most fascinating thing about this trailer that they showed off is um, some of the like kind of like upgrades and skill abilities and like the customization and skills. So first off, like the concept of Nobody Saves the World is like it's like a dungeon crawler, and you could essentially you're playing as a thing like a character called a nobody and you could take different shapes and different forms and it could be anything from like an animal or like they showed a, a horse and a wizard and a knight today um or you could play something like an egg which i find hilarious and <laughs> you goddamn bet your ass there's gonna be a trophy for only like absolutely there is 100 um so what they showed was uh co-op gameplay of two players playing together through dungeons and some of the combat systems and whatnot and they were really highlighting how like, well, it was funny. Justin mentioned, like, oh, I wonder if there's any, like, synergy between the two, like, two characters or whatever. If you could do any, like, kind of, like, team-ups or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as he mentioned that, they started talking about kind of the skill set system where you could really build one character to complement another. So, like, I forgot exactly what the example was. But just, for example, like, none of this is probably in the game. 
one character could like put puddles down or whatever, and then another character could have like a, an electric ability, like something like oh, that. Oh, cool! Kind of like complements each other, except way more creative than that. <laughs> so the demonstration that we saw was um, there was someone in rat form, and they had a poison ability that was slowing enemies yes. down. And their co-op partner was in horse donkey form and they had like a crazy buck kick. So they were adding perks to the poison that would cause the enemies to slow almost completely. And then their co-op partner would wrap around and then buck kick the whole horde of enemies they had slowed into the wall. I'm looking at the trailer right now on Steam as well. I don't know if this is new because it has co-op footage in it now. But it looks like there's another image or clip of someone playing as like a buff uh like castle crashers i ate the sandwich i'm all yoked up oh, now cool. yeah there's a knight stopping a whole horde with a shield while someone else is behind him like oh, casting cool. spells onto them god seems like a blast drink box just doesn't miss and i haven't played no, this yet but like drink box is so damn talented no, they don't miss They're is, is this coming to my preferred console of choice playstation nope. no it's xbox right yep okay it's fine. You got Xbox now. You got yeah, your death yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not. <laughs> that's death why I'm not. Uh, you know, super bummed. But that's awesome. Yeah, looks incredible. Very looking forward to this. Um, <laughs> there's a lot more games I, I I'm more like genuinely more excited about than this one. But I really want to shout out the Ranchers real quick. Oh. <laughs> the Ranch? Was it a new beginning? So, something like that. So the Ranchers. <laughs> Ranchers, I don't know why I'm laughing so much with the lead up, but the Ranchers is a very simple premise. It's it's a sim like game where like you start the trailer emphasizes like you start with nothing and you build from the ground up. So like you start you go onto an open field, you start with a tent and then that tent you like do quests and resources, whatever that tent becomes a little shack. That shack becomes a farm. That farm becomes a house, a mansion, whatever, and showing you like fucking just gaining money, living it up and like being able to craft and mansions and houses out of like simple things, whatever. Yeah. Where this game. So this trailer two and a half minutes, maybe I don't know the last five seconds of this trailer or last 10 seconds. Maybe Uh they show your character going into like a dungeon and all of a sudden fighting a fucking demon on a I'm around. sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what? Lum- lumbers into this hellscape with this giant, like, claymore sword. And then there's just a demon. And then it just cuts the black. And, says, and just cuts the ranchers. black. What? If you can find the trailer. Oh, it's that been, we're it's been about, playing. It's, I just it's sped up. Right okay. I just sped up because I'm like, whoa, what is happening? If they don't address it at all, if they didn't address it in the it showcase, the they just kept it moving. <laughs> and it was just like, what? Are, why is he fighting a, like a devil hornet? What is going on? What I don't know, thing? but because of that, I want to play. Yeah, that's cool. That is, <laughs> like I, that is kind of how you get me into a sim game. Yeah. Show me some cool combat stuff that I can do outside of it. Oh my it god! Just, if that's Florida. cool, that's really cool. <laughs> uh, uh, Justin, you got another? I have one from see. looking at the list. Oh yeah, go for it. Up. Uh, this was from um, I don't know if they showed it uh, super much today, um, but I want I want to know what you thought about Hunt the Night. Did they show more of Hunt oh, the Night? Oh, they showed Hunt the Night. Okay, because I have the trailer yeah. pulled up. It is what I imagine. 
now that I have played Bloodborne, a Bloodborne <laughs> in this retro style would be. Uh, so, so I'm. I didn't want to shout this out just because I couldn't remember if this was uh, mix or wholesome, but this is this definitely was oh, not this wholesome. Is not wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is very true. Good point. I need this in my veins. Is my point. I um, this God, hmm. this looks so cool. <laughs> I played Hunt the Night. Oh, what? When? How? Ago. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, it was available to play. Uh. Um, yeah, it yeah. is pixel art Bloodborne. Oh, mixed yes. with hints of Resident Evil. Ooh. Mm. So how so? So with the Bloodborne Dark Souls aspect, it's obvious. Like there, there are things like lanterns. Uh, you know, the the enemies are just these nightmare fucking creatures, dodging guns, all that good stuff. Um, where Resi kind of like hints a little bit. I walk into a room and it's like a library or something, and there's a statue, and I interact with the statue and it, the the prompt is huh the statue is missing an eye i oh, wonder where the eye is there's okay. that kind of shit in this game and okay. i am all about so, it okay <laughs> yeah i mean a lot yeah, of retracing steps fucking incredible puzzle solving this yeah. is yeah oh my god i'm very very stoked for this i now, love the marriage of pixel art and horrifying imagery oh yeah <laughs> yeah the great juxtaposition God, it, now, that scene, it's just like raining blood on, yeah. on this on this ball. Oh, my God. Time out. I <laughs> the other day came across a TikTok account. It's a, a woman drummer, a Twitch streamer. I forgot her name. I apologize. Uh, but her her shtick is that she does drum covers, but uh, like the, she plays drums, but acapella is everything else. Oh, OK. So, so the video I discovered from like I discovered her from was that she was covering raining blood. So like she was doing the it was fucking hilarious. I fucking love it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, Kyle, if you want to pull up the trailer for there is no light, there is no light. I also want to ask about another game on here that I don't know if it's a great trailer. Stonks 9800 while I look we'll, for uh, we'll touch on that. After, OK, yeah. OK. What was um, it called again? There is the night. There is no light. There I want to no do light. this first because this is another pixel art bloodborne like oh my god uh so hilariously enough i found out about this game uh getting gathering games for hype check for november turns out this game is not coming out till november uh till 2022 <laughs> so i don't know why oh it was god. on the release schedule for november um they did just drop a trailer or not a trailer they did just drop a free demo on steam i think it's like kind of like a prequel kind of thing anyways it is another beautifully grotesque what seems like a bloodborne like kind oh of game, or at least a brutal action adventure, dark action adventure game with like horrifying imagery, wow. terrible nightmare creatures. And Oh my God, I can't wait for this fucking game. Yeah. Uh, a cool. Kickstarter, a successful Kickstarter darling, I believe a New York based dev when I was doing a little research, which is always fucking rad. Yeah. Well, this combat's crazy fast. Yeah. Can't wait. Six awesome. Yeah, dude. Very cool. I love I love that now Bloodborne is getting oh, yeah. the inspiration for like old school retro 2D style games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think I, mean, like, I think th- that art style alone. and stuff fits so well in that retro oh, pixel art. Yeah, even this year we got um Eldest Souls and I believe something else. Like Eldest Souls is yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, Souls yeah. game, obviously, in name. <laughs> 
Some of the animations in here are effing wild. They're, yeah, yeah, they look really cool. Yeah, I can't <laughs> fathom how people can animate that kind of art so articulately. Yeah. Um, Kyle, you were asking about what? Stonks? Stonks. Was I, uh, what? Wh- 1988? What? Yeah. <laughs> 9,800. 9,800. Uh, shout out to George from Pop Agenda, who was very excited oh, about this in chat. Hell yeah, George. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean you're you're just you're looking at the stock where you the stock market. It's you know, really it's just like a stock market thing. That's all it is. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's stonkers. great. Um it's taking what some, people love from Animal Crossing and just yeah. giving to them in a single form. That's great. At some point in the trailer, there are like mini games and stuff that I'm sure play into the stock market, but yeah, it's okay. just like keep track of the stocks. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Um, and I love that some of the uh, corporations on there, like there was a GMAE stop, like it was GameStop oh. spelled wrong. Like it's very like, yeah, self-aware and yeah, like twisting reality a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's horse races. You can bet on horse races. Yeah, you can this? bet on horses. Yeah. Well, it's not the stonk market without gambling. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, yep. it's true. Um, what else we got? Uh, yeah, let me let me look through the the tile of games because God, there's so yeah. many here. Also, shout out to both Mix and Wholesome for putting these lists on their websites. Yes, I love you guys so much. So good. Thank you. Everybody should be doing this. Um, I'm afraid. Big boy boxing. Big boy boxing. Big boy boxing. Big yes. boy boxing. Big Kyle boy. Stevenson, Mike Toundro, big boys. Yes. That's all I got there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for outing me in front of everybody. It's, whatever. It's me too. No, um, I meant that jokingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, it's a punch out. Like, it's oh, punch out. OK, that's all it is. And like uh, something I forgot what other games sparked this, but I turned it. I turned to Justin digitally on Discord. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so surprised that we've never gotten a punch out like yeah in the indie space like yeah like justin now justin then mentioned like yeah i'm curious if like fight night or ufc was more popular like but even like i'm not talking about like sim fighting i'm talking about like punch out is a puzzle game and that's what this big boy boxing looks like it looks like a puzzle fighter sort of i have never contextualized fight night as a puzzle no not fight night no 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 no. uh punch punch out out. uh yeah yeah that's what that's that's what i mean mike tyson's punch out yeah, because yeah. yeah, each fighter has a specific pattern that you have to like kind of like break the puzzle to really yeah. figure out to be like you can't just square up one on one going blind. You have to kind of like figure out what the shtick is with each fighter. That seems like what this game is doing. And yeah, all in. Also, yeah, if Nintendo's not going to make it, fuck it. <laughs> like, right. Uh, Kyle, you were afraid to ask about something. <laughs> uh, oh, where was it? Crack pet show. Oh, this was a weird showing. Okay. So um, just not, a- the, not the best trailer. Okay. Um, It was like the devs were showing it like as a let's play and their audio was incredibly low. And when they were trying to explain what the game was, okay. what I got from it, Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, It seems like a co-op dungeon crawler, but like in the context of like, you're playing like a game show. Uh, yeah, the it, description says an action-packed roguelite shoot 'em up 
about mutated animals that fight in a bizarre TV show. Yeah. It yeah. gives me right. heavy vibes of, uh, I don't know if you ever played the Midway game Smash TV, but it was essentially the same concept, but instead of insane, insanely like, this reminds me of Happy Tree Friends in the sense that it's just a bunch of Cuban animals that oh look like God, they're super fucking violent and angry and twisted. Whereas Smash TV was very much the 80s, uh, like the Predator arms meme. I haven't thought about Happy Tree Friends in at least a decade or a (laughs) decade and a half. But yeah, this looks like chaos, which is always a good thing. Yeah. If this was a couch co-op game, it looks like it would be a fun, like extra life kind of game. But was it confirmed that there's local? I couldn't hear them. Talk about that. (laughs) That's a great point. They're on ham radios. Uh, Justin, you got another shout out from here? There's I so many. Like, do. here's the thing. There were so many good games shown. I want to talk about. Um, oh, geez. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Give me one moment. I got to shout out another while you think of it. Please. Kyle, I need you to look up Rose Rose and Locket. Is that what That's called? exactly what I was about to bring up, actually. Oh, really? Yep. The. Uh, Western. Rose and Locket. Uh, Rose and Locket looks like a guacamole game. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello. I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. This- uh, yeah. Like a Western desperado Whoa. inspired action platformer. Love the neon colors from the. Trailer. Yeah. Just full of fucking neon and vibrancy. And yeah, it, it looks like a more serious toned guacamole. Oh, but yes. That's awesome. Listen to the synopsis. Because this is badass. Rose, a retired outlaw, wanders through the spirit realm of the Underwest, take up the once-forgotten skills of the gunslinger, and journey along the breathtaking, cinematic, hand-painted landscapes on a quest to rescue your daughter's spirit. Whoa. Dick. Heavy. But I'm in for I am all in on this. That looks rad. Yeah, I can't wait. Any time frame or? Nah, nothing. Okay. We got a coming soon. That, that was the one thing. Like, granted, that's kind of the case with a lot of these indie showcases. I don't think we got any dates okay. for, for any of these games. Some of them are currently out. Some of them were, were just like reminders that they're out now. Um, Fair. But yeah, not not a much. Uh, not, not a much. <laughs> not a much. <laughs> not a much. <laughs> not a much gay uh, time frames. Um, I want to talk about Hop Legs. Because it's out now, and I think I'm going to buy it for Extra Life. I'm sorry, you said what now? Hop legs? Hop legs. <laughs> what in the hell is a hop leg, Mike? <laughs> You're about to find out. Uh, you <laughs> a Hop leg. Here, let's have a synopsis. Uh, hop legs is an unconventional and entertaining platformer where the gamepad buttons are your legs. Create and share your own levels, challenge your friends, and have fun. Uh, you play as a little cube, and yeah, each face button is a leg, and you have to just figure out how to climb out oh shit. no <laughs> and it does have a versus mode oh no <laughs> i'm this getting frustrated screen, yes it, it's reminding <laughs> it's reminding me of uh getting over it but the guy yes. with the sledgehammer yeah i'm just i would be so mad playing this game <laughs> we saw this in the showcase and i was immediately like this is a game that will piss me off yeah 100 percent. absolutely oh and in the trailer you can build your own levels too. That's cool. Yeah, it has a level builder. Wow. Uh, that's a no for me because I'm gonna get mad. But like, 
cool. Nah, it's cool. Come on. It's cool. <laughs> uh, Justin, you got any others? I do. I From do. I do. At least. I mean, there's so much. I mean, like, just to rattle off really quick, like, Mid Autumn looks incredible as a Kickstarter darling. It's like a. a we saw um, Hemosaurus uh, there, didn't we? Dungeon Crawler. Yes. Tell me about Hemosaurus. So, according to Steam, we are looking at a retro city smash em up with satisfying destruction physics. Plays a giant monster unleashing terror upon mankind in this modern arcade experience with the action turned up to 11, not 10. But this is essentially what looks like a, if you're not going to make it, we are of Rampage, except yep. it's very cute. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, there's a lot of human chucking. Uh, their air vehicle. The cool thing that stuck out to me about this is one thing I remember fondly of Rampage is that it wasn't always just the buildings. So it's like the aircraft and the military send things in after you after you get into the late stages of the game. This has that same kind of feature, it seems like, where there's, you know, air support people in news copters and stuff. But based off of like how you damage the vehicles, like for instance, in the trailer we saw a blimp come down and the force of the explosion ignited like fuel from cars, which destroyed a whole bunch of base like levels of buildings that caused them to collapse. So you can like have a lot of like chain reaction stuff as you're off doing other things. Um, co-op as well, but yeah, it looks like well. only two players as of right now, at least. I fucking love rampage. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. mid autumn got another showing Uh mid autumn is something I've had my eyes on for a while. Um, it was a uh, coming out of a successful Kickstarter. Um, it's a beautiful, vibrant neon pixel, um, roguelite dungeon crawler, um, similar, it feels similar to boyfriend dungeon where there is like, or dreamscaper where there is like the normal, like outside world. And then like a more mythical side for the dungeons that you're fighting ghosts and spirits and all that kind of stuff. Looks really sick. Um, I'm going to shout out one cause it just looked up the trailer and it looks yeah. red. Um, the book Walker. Um, from what I could tell from the trailer, um, this guy detective oh. maybe is is taking out books and then diving into the books yeah and experiencing yeah. the stories and whatnot and it changes the art style and the the kind of game it is um yeah looks really this, cool this was the uh trailer we saw where he walked into the jail cell and then it lit up with like studio lights yeah i think it was super cool yeah, uh, another one that kind of reminds me of Dreamscaper, where like, yeah, anything you do in like the real world is is affecting what you do in the dungeons. Which I that's a concept I always find really fascinating. Yeah, that like it is these parallel worlds kind of uh, existing at the same time, and um, yeah, like what you do in the real world. In this case, like what you're doing in like with the books, like tangibly um, affects the story and affects the outcome and affects the narrative. Super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And also just gorgeous looking. Yeah, oh yeah. Um oh man, I there was another I was just going to shout out before we kind of move on. Um oh, uh, we got another look at Martha is Dead, which we saw during IGN's E3 thing. Mm-hmm. Um got a little more context for it. It is a beautiful looking um psychological horror game. Uh the extra context that I find really interesting is and this is something I don't really think we ever really got in games. Uh, it is a horror that's set uh, with uh, like around World War II. 
So like World War II is happening. Like it all takes place in Italy in 1944 um, with the Germans closing in on the allied forces. And um, yeah, there's just this psychological horror, like within, like it feels like a small story within this like massive conflict going on. And I think it, <laughs> I think I described it as if Robert Eggers <laughs> directed a video game. Um, <laughs> that's what kind of like the vibe I got. It, I think I said, this is the most like art house fucking video game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, as far as like narrative goes, um, and I'm yeah, all about it. It looks really, really, really interesting. Mm. I have um, a soft spot for psychological things like this. Not always like with horror, but the it's kind of like Hellblade. It's why Hellblade hit such a soft spot for me was the level of like emotional trauma and how to deal with that and baggage that comes with traumatic events, but like wrapped up in the guise of like horror. It's yeah. always compelling to me. Uh, the last one I want to shout out before we move on to wholesome. Um, we got another look at musical story. I did um, see that through there. Yeah. Musical story continues to look utterly fascinating and it's going to fucking destroy us. I feel like in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, musical story follows uh, a musician dealing with heroin addiction. And I think the, story is that like the the way the narrative is told is that he is struggling to hold on to his memories as he's on a hospital bed fighting i, I what i assume is an overdose um and the gameplay loop um which i didn't really um i don't think i saw or we saw like when it was introduced during day of the devs it is a rhythm game where it, i think it's just like you're going around a circle and you're using the stick for um like hitting upright left or down and um you have to do it off the top of your head. Like, I think it shows you once, but you have to do it by memory, which kind of like ties into the narrative, which is yeah. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting thing is that it's totally, there's no dialogue within the game. So it's all like silent protagonists telling the story without really it's showing you, not telling you. Um, I think the only like words you'll hear or any dialogue you do hear is just going to be songs there. There are actual songs featured. Um, yeah, it's going to be quite heavy, and I'm very much looking forward to it. It reminds me like of that game thing. we played earlier this year that had no dialogue in it. Um, away, no, that's not it. Uh, with the owl man and his 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 lover, who when the past was around, is that what it was? No. Oh, when the past was around, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. it? Yeah, it reminds me of that because that had no dialogue in it either, and you Correct. were just experiencing. Yeah. And it's still the relationship and everything in that game hit super hard. So, uh, yeah, by the looks of this a musical story, it's going to do the same. And from what you're saying about it. Yeah, for sure. So on that bummer, <laughs> wholesome games, the final segment of this catch up. Whew. A lot of games. A lot. <laughs> a lot of games, man. A lot of cool shit. Tons, tons and tons. Um, Talk about Mushi Come Home. I'm sorry, what was that? Mushi Come Home? <laughs> Mushi Come Home. All right, Mushi Come, home, come home. Just 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 come on home, Mushi. Play as a tiny little mushroom who's lost in the forest and can't find his way home. Oh explore unique areas freely at your own pace, chat with friendly inhabitants, and take on different adventures to get back home. Mushi. Uh very much reminds me of a short hike in its aesthetic, where it is this like kind of um 
like uh, I'm trying to, it's a hard way to describe it, but like a distorted 3d art. Okay. Sort of, if that makes any sense, it's like kind of fuzzy. It's kind of like grimy looking, but it's also like vibrant and cute and wonderful. Um, Similar to also a little gator game that's coming out. Oh, like yeah. sure that we, uh-huh. we previewed. Um, yeah. Mushikomu home looks just utterly delightful and a blast to play. I can't wait to look, meet this little mushroom man and get him home. You know, <laughs> please get him home. Just well, I gotta go get home. him home. We just gotta go home. Justin, you got something from here? Uh, I do. I wanted to talk about little kitty, big city. Mm-hmm. Little kitty, big city. This looks looks very is, is that a Garfield to, sequel? Uh, <laughs> could be. Who knows? It could be. This is a. Uh, it reminded me of Stray right off jump. I think just by association, he plays a cat in the city. But you're exploring the city. You're making new friends. You're wearing delightful hats, according to the Steam description. Um, there, this is essentially just a feel good, from what I took of it. I don't really know what exactly our goal will be. Other than to simply be a cat in the city and do cat things, but I'm here for it. The art style is bright. It's very minimalist from what it looks like. Uh, the cat is super animated. Like I like the facial expressions and everything that you're getting out of that. It's a little more stylized than I think Stray. Oh yeah. And it was just it's a super charming, well put together trailer, and it just kind of sold me on it. Can, yeah. Um, can I tell you Kyle, what I want you, from it? Sure. Uh. Because I the I guess the tagline is little kitty big city find a way home or something like that like you have to find your way home you're lost we gotta get all these guys home uh, I so want a baby's day out video game and if this gives me any sort of inkling of that movie from my childhood that I still love dearly haven't seen it in forever but like sure yeah g- give me a control of uh, an animal or a, a human that can't do many things for themselves and try to find their way home and just explore around a giant city. I'm so down for that. Yeah. Um, have you played cat lateral damage? I have not similar to this, except you're not blatantly trying to destroy shit, but yeah, you're wandering around as a cat, just trying to make it back home, but it's like a, you're just, it's just a sandbox. Sweet. Right. Yeah. Um, they did show off a short hike, which is coming to PlayStation and Xbox next week. Fuck yes. Yeah. I will be getting that platinum trophy. Can't wait. <laughs> um, River Tales looks really cool. Uh, it is a 3D character platformer, uh, co-op character platformer. One player plays as a fish. One player plays as a cat. Uh, a real odd couple. And you're just going on this adventure. A real odd couple. Yeah. Nice. Looks really, really cool. Yeah, it looks very, um, looks very like modern Nickelodeon sort of. Yeah, looking at in the, like a good way, in a good way. Yeah, I was gonna Sweet say teeth. the cover image reminds me of the again in a good way the old school educational computer games. Yes, like, like Freddy Fish, like like, like Freddy Fish or <laughs> yeah. Master Math Blaster or whatever it was. Yeah, Jesus, Freddy the Fish, you just reached into my. <laughs> I reached real deep, dusty mm-hmm. cobweb corner of my brain. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Justin. Yes. Talk about mail time. Mail time. You were excited about mail time, I think. Mail time. I'm excited about mail interesting. time. Cottage core. A cozy cottage core adventure game about delivering mail to forest animals. Yeah, just are, a delivery game. I'm sorry. What is a cottage core? What is that? No. 
Uh, you know, like, you know, attack, attack, the how they have crab core. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Question. The, the, mus- the little mushroom people have cottage core. Oh, okay. Totally yeah. makes sense in that. <laughs> in that yeah. Description. <laughs> but yeah, this, this was interesting. It looks like you're playing as someone similar to in design, at least a toadstool. Yeah. Um, a trained male scout is what they call you. Put on your pack, grab those letters, and deliver them across Grumblewood Grove. The forest animals eagerly await the sight of your mushroom hat in this cozy cottage core light platformer adventure. It's super lighthearted, uh, 3D art style. Just looks like platform mail delivery in a yeah. cozy, comfy woods. It looks like Lake, except you play as a little fucking mushroom lady. Lake in the woods. That works. Yeah. Um, one shout out. I think this is how you say it. Nayad, Nayad. I think I don't know. Hard. N a i a d. Nayad, Nayad. Sure. Um, try every version possible and see if we can get my ad. (laughs) What if I do it backwards? Day, day, Dayan. Dayan. Immerse yourself in a relaxing, minimalist, and colorful expression adventure. Follow Nayad across a mysterious river and interact with its fauna and flora to discover little secrets. Enjoy a wholesome experience with an original and dreamy visual style. Um, this, you play as a little mermaid and you're just going around like rivers and fountains. And it looks very much looks like a nature versus like humanity. kind of like narrative. Um, All right. It kind of reminds me, it gives me like, granted the trailer doesn't directly like show this, but it does give me the impl- implication that this is going to be like flower. <laughs> The, uh, the that game company game. Yeah. Yep. 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 Just showcasing how trash humanity is. Yep. Because mm-hmm. we are it's trash. A, so we just need we to be trash. reminded every once in a while. Rewinding to mix really quick. Speaking of trash humanity, shout out to Lumbear Jack, yep. which we've seen in the past. I forgot where. Shout out to the two bear games coming out, Bear and Breakfast and Lumbear Jack, uh, where, yeah, it, it is a bear just reclaiming nature and like oh, destroying lodges yes. and like, yes, always. Yes. <laughs> um, what else we got? What Give else we me got? man eater, but I'm a bear destroying cabins in the woods. Oh, my here's God. the thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very like it's, it's not like that. It's very vibrant and colorful and cartoony. OK, where, like the bear, the bear is in like a overalls and stuff Which, like it's a humanoid like, bear like Smokey the bear sure yeah yeah okay i would love that but i would also love a man-eater game where you're a bear of course destroying yes. yes we this have is... gear simulator which is kind of like that where you can oh, okay. play as a deer shooting a gun oh fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, Some... also there was a game I, for, I forgot what game it was justin maybe you could help me out it's one of the rts games that they showed off or like one of the crazy like space rpgs they showed off that that showcase that anthropomorphic um, crab man and wholesome or the mix uh, definitely not wholesome in oh, the mix okay <laughs> but it think. was a very strong uh, looking crab man <laughs> that, that had two legs arms a yoked a crab, crab a yoked crab yoked but like crab. red shell all over definitely had claws let's, let's oh see what God. we can bring definitely it, had it wasn't claws. Earth from another sun. <laughs> As most crabs do. <laughs> is it Lightyear Frontier? Maybe. If it's Lightyear Frontier, we did get a press release for it. I could, I could possibly get a code for that if we want it. <laughs> I mean, just so yeah, we can meet this see. crab man. Yoked crabs, yeah, yeah. Yoked uh, crabs. While Justin tries to find this for me, 
<laughs> um, shout out to uh, back to wholesome uh, Aka. Uh, you put it's a you play as a little red panda and it's a little like character platformer plays a little red panda. Uh, find your inner peace in a small open. Oh, so, I'm sorry, a small open world game. That's what this game is. Uh, on on these carefully handcrafted islands, you take care. Whoop, nope. You can take a nap on a giant monster, feed baby dragons, take care of the fauna and flora, but demons from your past might come back to remind you of what you want to forget. Anyway, you play as a little red panda. It's very cute. Nice. How are we doing on Crab Man? Uh, we are still looking for Crab Man. Okay, it is you. not Lightyear Frontier. It's not I can tell you that much. If only there were less than Although, 70 games to search. <laughs> don't worry. I only have 69 more to go through. Great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Spirit and Mouse uh, is another that got shown off again. It was actually um, Spirit and Mouse was shown off at the first Wholesome Direct last year at some point. Um, think Ratatouille. Except you have uh, uh, like lightning abilities as a mouse, so like you, you conduct you conduct electricity like to help out the humans. Okay, it's really cool. Um, the trailer they showed off is like, yeah, you meet uh, with another animal or something. I forgot what it was, um, and you notice that like there is a restaurant that like lost their power or something. So you like crawl up to like the power box and like you turn into a little spark and you could like ignite the the power grid. It's really cool. Sweet. Yeah, very cool. What else we got? Uh, we got a Kelsey-ass game, <laughs> A Garden Witch's Life. Yeah. After losing your job, you end up in a small town far away from home. As luck would have it, uh, you get to stay in a vacant witch's house and start building your new life. Build your own garden, grow plants for your potions and spells, and build friendships with the townsfolks. It's witches and Animal Crossing. Works for me. How we do on crabs? <laughs> I want to say it might be Archvale, but I don't think it is. It's not Archvale. Right. No, it was a 3D. Um, it was a 3D game. Like a, it was like, it was the Fallout looking game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, stand I by. Think. Yeah. Was it Earth from Another Sun? Maybe. Yes, I think that's what it was. <laughs> uh, while we confirm that. Uh, the final one I want to shout out is uh, Trading Time, a Crook Tale, um, which uh, has a prologue. Frog playable. or Toad? There, there is a frog, but you okay. play as, as I described, you play as uh, Murdoch from the Gorillas. I, in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, this is an origin story for the Gorillas. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Help an old, alax- I can never say this animal's name. Aloxel? Axel? Uh, Axolotl. Axolotl. I know. Axolotl. Yep. Thank you. Help an old axolotl bring life back to a dying island in the trading time pro oh, in the trading time. Uh, a small self-contained mini adventure prelude to the full trading time game. This is a bad description because I'm reading the prologue. <laughs> Anyways, it's a uh, yeah, like an open world event, like not open world, but a action adventure game where, yeah, you're trying to bring life back to this island and yeah, a lot of mythical creatures and looks really cool. Reading the description for the prologue doesn't help that. Now that I'm out of games, do we get the crab? I'm still looking for this damn crab. I don't. <laughs> what? Okay, so I'm skimming through the trailer Earth from Another Sun, and I don't see any giant crab, man. So, yeah. all right, here's what we know it isn't. This will narrow it down. We know it's not Earth from Another Sun. We know it's not. Uh, oh shit! Is it Frontier falling? No, this seems too serious. 
That's the problem I'm, with these games. They, they what was the, what was the style game. of game? Was it like a first person shooter? I, I, honestly, I don't even know. He just yeah, said, we don't know, man. And I just went. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, back to big shout to Devilated, which is essentially Doom. It's dope. Oh, cool. Like yeah, old school, like a, old school Doom? Or no, like Doom? Doom 2016. Like Oh, sweet. With like weird like lens effects on it and stuff. It's really sick. Oh man, we're gonna find this. We're gonna find this. Falling Frontier is a Falling Frontier. Yeah, I gotta find this yoked like crab man. Yoked crab. Man. It was like a frame of the trailer, also. Oh, that's not gonna help me. Get real specific, Mike. I'm sorry, it caught my eye today. Is it is, is it is it Blightbound? No, it's not. Blightbound. No, but Blightbound looks sick. Talk about Blightbound, Justin. Uh, it is a dungeon crawler. I believe it is a roguelike as well, co-op, but it's skill-based. So you're like creating your character as you go through this. Oh. Let me pull up the actual hoo-ha for it on the Steam. Hoo-ha! <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. So Blightbound is a multiplayer dungeon crawler that tasks three heroes to venture down from their mountain refuge to face the abominations of the Blight a mysterious and corrupting fog that enshrouds the land. Uh, it gives me heavy, not in the gameplay, but just like the principle of it, like Gauntlet Legends vibes. It's three people. Everybody's taking up a different role and building their characters up differently. And you are going through a 3D space, 2D art. Again, playing with perception. I love it. And it just looks sick. Lighting is awesome. It's super crisp visuals. It just seems like a blast. Big party game vibes. Dope. Uh, it's out now. Oh, that one's out now, and it's from Devolver. Yeah, yeah Devolver. Also, while while hit. we're trying to find Giant Crab Boy, um, big shout out to Devolver going public as well. Yeah, um, yeah. almost a billion on the stock market. Absolutely Fucking incredible! Nice. I'm so excited for Devolver to continue to just crush everything. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I forgot that we didn't really like talk about that really. Well, like maybe that'll be a separate thing for next week because we're yeah. we should probably end this episode soon. Um the other point also, um, Annapurna's gaming uh person got promoted to president or CEO of wow. Annapurna as a whole. Hell yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of interesting stuff there that we uh should touch on when we have more time, but I do think we should cut what we've been playing because we already went over an hour on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably save that for another time. Oh, I think I might have found a game. Oh, what is it? What out, is it? Out there, Oceans of Time. Ah, I looked at oh. that. I don't think it was it. Well, there was this weird bug-looking thing that popped up for a second, so I was like, you know what? It might be it. I clicked on every sci-fi thing that we have here. You know what? We're going we're gonna to find this crab man, <laughs> and we're going to tweet it out. <laughs> Until then, what's the matter, Mike? This is a good podcast uh, content right here. <laughs> I mean, I love it. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for hanging out, for listening. I appreciate it and love you all greatly. Um, check out 61indie.com, patreon.com slash 61indie, at 61indie on Twitter and all the socials. Share us with a friend or two. Like and subscribe on podcast services. Review all that good stuff. We will see you next week for Extra Life. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Peace.